Hello, and welcome to the Virgin River Visitor Center. I'm Caroline Dill. And I'm Liz Mitchell. And we are your guides to this charming, small, yet fictional town of Netflix's Virgin River. At the Virgin River Visitor Center, we will help you learn everything you need to know. Whether you want to know where to go for a late night bite, Jack's Bar, or who is new in town and already stirring up drama, the new nurse Mel, or you just want to know the local gossip. So pack your bags and your impractical footwear. We're going to Virgin River. Have you? I have 100%. I was starting. (laughs) Sorry. Have you ever been to a Renaissance festival? It's been a while. That didn't answer my question. It was yes or no. It was a non-answer answer. So yes, I've been. No, I haven't been in a long time. Uh, that also didn't answer my question. You answered it and then you contracted my answer. <laughs> con- con- it made sense. Nothing makes sense. I mean, fair. Okay, I got it. Ha ha ha. I went to a Renaissance fair a couple of years ago. It was fun. Maybe, I don't think they're for me though. I like the like jewelry and like the crafts and stuff, but otherwise there's not like a ton to do. You kind of just walk around and like stare at things i feel like may if someone you can come after me if you don't feel this way but i feel like they're just like tourist trappy almost kind of unless you're like super super into it and you like dress up and like yeah do all the things like everything costs money and i know that's how things work so much money but it's so expensive i do kind of want to go this year though uh yeah pirate weekend was last weekend (sighs) now i'm sad yeah they i do like how they have themes every weekend Mm -hmm. it's a good time i just think that maybe we would have had more fun at the virgin river renaissance festival renaissance fair fair what are they calling theirs i think it's just the fair ren fair ren fair and it's only like a day long why do is it a renaissance fair or renaissance festival what's the difference i don't know i don't either i'm not looking it up sorry i don't have time for that my computer's dying. Oh, no. <laughs> Anyways, so um, talk about a letdown. <laughs> Ooh, I'm so sorry. I'm not been trying to be negative to all of our beautiful fans, but I thought this episode was going to be bomb.com. Me too, honestly. I was expecting more. Maybe we just like mentally hyped it up too much for ourselves we might have yeah and we let ourselves down i think that's probably what happened well let's go ahead and get into the disappointment of this episode virgin river season four episode six all's fair but a great th- title spelled with spelled like fair like fair thank you <laughs> for that that was really helpful thank you for that clarification mm-hmm. um all right liz take it away the fair is finally upon us and everyone is all decked out unfortunately not everything is going great mel has to tell doc that she saw denny in the medicine cabinet which he's not too happy about because hope just offered to let him stay at their house hope and doc fight about hope lying about canceling her doctor's appointment and jack is spiraling after meeting his dead soldier's brother who gives him a letter and at the end of the day, Mel wakes up in bed alone and is in pain. She thinks something is wrong with the baby. Wow. Thank you for that. That was great. Thank you. 
I will say there were parts I did enjoy and there were parts that I said I, I cringed at. I was like, ooh. I liked all the clothing in this one though. Yeah, this town, let's t- just talk about the fair real quick. Like, let's just break that down. Um, so this town, as we know, has an event. They love a theme. Once a month, honestly. Pretty much, yeah. Because time, as we know, does not exist here. So maybe they all happen at once. Maybe it's already been six years. We don't know. But. But when they go for a theme, they commit. Yes. We see it every season. And Renfair is no difference. This begs the question. Are these townspeople a Virgin River population of maybe a thousand max? I don't even think there's that many. Probably like 600 people in this town. Are they? Putting this on all by themselves? This seems like way too much work for these people. I don't know. But I mean, all of their events are very over the top. Yes. So maybe like other county, like other towns come together for them and they just know that like Virgin River is the place that just knows how to host them and everybody else comes there. That could make sense since since every character had to do their same job that they do every single day that's my just favorite part. in costume yeah there was no difference no difference sometimes i know there are like traveling fairs that like travel and set up for the town area so maybe here's what i'm thinking the town collabs with one of these traveling fairs and they do all the hard part and setting up but then the townspeople of Virgin River get to do their own thing. I don't know. There's just like they too it. much for one day. Yeah, there was a, a lot. Where do you think they have it at? It was in the middle of the woods. Which, I mean, is kind of cool. But. I don't know the answer to that one. According um, to Doc, it's 15 minutes each way from his house. Which, in Virgin River time, is not even that far. But I guess these people live in a five-minute bubble. Right. Although, to defend Doc in that moment, I don't blame him because you know that it would have taken even longer than a half an hour because they would have had to find parking again. True. Parking on grass is the worst. And, and like, the- let's be real. They were parking in one of those grass fields. Yes. And at events like this, parking is always the worst part of it. We all know that it is. Yes. Um. All right. Well, since we were kind of like bringing up people and their jobs at the fair, let's talk about what everyone did at the fair. Let's start with doc since you already brought him up so doc and muriel what were their costumes doc was a jester right yes okay i couldn't remember if that's what it was and then muriel was the queen naturally did i say muriel i meant hope yeah you definitely said muriel so I was okay well i mean because they're best friends but yeah hope what was hope a minstrel a minstrel i forgot the word she was a minstrel who forgot her instrument and was very sad about it thankfully later some guy was like yeah you can borrow this lyre from me right i'm like why didn't she just buy it i know whatever maybe they all feel bad for her still but yes muriel was acting as queen so she was queen elizabeth the first um very obvious choice for muriel she is a theater expert as we all know she is an actress so it only made sense for her to Mm -hmm. take over everything and run it she was running it to the ground wasn't she like in a good way yeah she was really she was committed yes she was 
I like Muriel. Me, and then she was like, oh my gosh, everyone, there's an emergency at the Maypole. Not Maypole, the Maypole. emergency. That was hilarious. She was treating every single event like it was the end of the world. So good. Um, and Doc had to work his own job as doctor in the medical tent that they always be, seem to be setting up at these events. Mm-hmm. Got to keep everyone safe. I guess, but in like... In case somebody drinks too much mm-hmm. or a fire eater blower person, you know, blows too much fire. Yeah, I just, I feel bad for these people because they have, quote, important jobs. They can't just enjoy it mm-hmm. versus the regular person. They can't sit there and drink on the job. <laughs> oh my gosh, you are being too much right now. Take it down with three. <laughs> but he was, though. Yes, but for good cause. Anyways, let's keep talking about the medical tent. Uh, did Cameron dress up? I think he did. Did he? I think he was wearing something. Everyone was wearing a costume. No one was costumeless, which is weird. Except for Brady. No, Brady, he was wearing pants and stuff. No, he was wearing jeans and a jacket. He was wearing pants. That's a costume. (laughs) He was wearing his normal clothes. Whatever. Um, Okay, and then Mel and Jack. So Mel, of course, was working the medical tent slash maypoling. (laughs) Okay. And she was dressed very nicely, pretty green gown and she had a really pretty hair braids with some ribbons mm-hmm. very pretty i liked it yeah and then her beau jack speaking in a very uncomfortable british accent i did not enjoy i didn't either probably because i know that that wasn't his real accent so he was doing an accent on top of an accent mm-hmm. ah, and it made it ew, made i think uncomfy. he should speak in his native accent just once i would love that that'd be so cool i would lose my mind up in here (laughs) but if stupid sound um if before obviously you know what jack wore but if you had to guess in your little noggin before you even saw anything and you knew that dress jack was going to dress in a costume what would you have guessed i would have guessed um a knight but like the kind in the armor (laughs) yeah he was a knight yes because what else would he be Yes, exactly. And he had to work the ale tent. What do they call it? Tavern. Tavern, yes. The tavern where everyone gets a pewter goblet. (laughs) Every single person was drinking out of a goblet. Like, come on. Maybe they paid extra for the... Who's washing those? Do you have to take them home with you? Are free refills possible and not free? I mean, like, do you refill in the mug? I don't know. I don't know. I don't either. But Jack and Preacher and Ricky were all working the tent. Oh, and our new favorite side character, Hannah the server. She is always coming in hot with the cracks. Oh, yeah. She loves roasting Ricky, and I love it. Yes. And so Brady, not Brady, what the heck, Preacher. What was Preacher dressed as? Also a knight, I think. Yes, but no, I don't think he was, he was the king. Oh, that's right. Because he had a crown crown. and he had a royal ruff. I was thinking of later on. And that's why um, Hope was like, oh, my king later because he's the king. Uh, The minstrel mm. always follows the king to entertain. Right. I thought that was a fun touch. 
But anyways, they are working at the ale tent, as I'm going to keep calling it, and they are so surprised that Brady is dressed up because I, or not Brady, what the heck, Ricky. Ricky, because last year he literally wore jeans nothing. and t-shirt. He wore nothing. <laughs> I hope not. He was a child then. But we all know the reason that Ricky dressed up. It's all for Lizzie. All for Lizzie. He has it in his head that he's going to win Lizzie back at this. He's like, we're doing our Shakespeare scene. It's all going to happen. We're going to be together forever. Theater will make us fall in love. Shakespeare will bring us back together. Yeah, poor Ricky. Poor little guy. I feel for him. Let's just, okay, quickly get into the whole Lizzie, Ricky, and Denny. Denny. So let's actually, should we start with the what happened in the cliffhanger last episode? okay yes we should i don't know why he said that (laughs) remember we caught denny red-handed opening the medicine cabinet yikes so mel wants to confront doc but she's scared because she's like that's his grandchild i shouldn't tell him i don't want to ruin their relationship but hope awkwardly invited him to officially live with her and doc at their house As a peace offering, basically, to Doc. Yeah, because she's still mad, sad, dealing with all of her stuff. Right, they've been fighting. And then, so, Doc did not know that. And then, Mel, or, like, casually asks Cameron about it. And then Cameron kind of, like, mentions it to Doc. And he's like, what's going on with the medicine cabinet? And they play it so cool. They're like, nothing's, not what? No, nothing. And so, that was really awkward. So, that's never solved. But allegedly, Cameron was just looking for aspirin. Not Cameron. Denny. Denny told Mel that it was unlocked and he was looking for aspirin. What 20-year-old takes aspirin? Not I. No, 20. You're not 20. (laughs) He's 20. 20. No 20-year-old kid is going around taking aspirin. Like, no young people take aspirin because ever since, you know, they learned that it can literally cause children to die. Is that why they have baby aspirin? Well, that's just what they call it. It's actually what? Tylenol. Oh, I was about to say, what is the difference? It's Tylenol. But why do they call it baby aspirin? Because it's fun. Why not just call it Tylenol? They do. Most people just call it Tylenol for kids. I used to just eat those grape chewable Tylenol. I thought you were about to say that you just would eat the bottles of medicine. And I was like, you can't do that. No, that's not good for you. When I didn't wear my glasses when I was in like seventh grade, I would always get headaches from straining all day weird Ooh, so weird and so i would like just have one of those grape chewable tylenols for children every time i had a headache instead of just wearing my glasses <laughs> oh, this feels like a very self-correcting issue <laughs> it does but i said i like i like medicine i guess that explains why you wear contacts now because you don't want to wear your glasses i never liked glasses that's that's who i am won't change a bit me as i wear my glasses because yeah. i don't like putting in contacts and that's fine everyone can do what everyone wants contacts are a special occasion Ooh. thing for me let us know uh are you a contacts wearer or a glasses wearer <laughs> or neither if you're one of those lucky people who don't Ooh. have to pay so much money or just to to see. did you pay for lasik and now you never Ooh. need them Ooh. let us know <laughs> 
<laughs> not sponsored by any contact lens. Obviously. That would be nice, though. It would be. Um, all right. So then Denny sees Lizzie, who is working her exact same job. In the same truck. There's they, literally still the Paige's bake truck logo on it. Yeah. They just drove the truck to the Ren Fair. How did it get there? They drive it. Okay. It, it's a, I always thought that it was like attached to something. They had to drive it nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So poor Lizzie has to work her exact same job that she always works every single day. And then Denny approaches. Oh, first of all, she looks cute in her serving so wench outfit. Love. So cute. She looked like Cinderella, you know, at the beginning of the movie when Cinderella is a servant. Mm-hmm. She looked like that, but like elevated. Mm-hmm. Elevated mm-hmm. Cinderella. Cinder Lizzie if you will and then she, denny's like i'm so excited to see you in your play later and she's like what but i thought you hated theater and shakespeare and acting oh yeah she really called him out there yeah and he's like no i just don't want to be in it which i get it i respect that mm-hmm. stage fright is real mm-hmm. it's a real thing and she's like Oh my gosh, okay, I get it. So yeah, come see it later. As she serves him a piece of apple tart that he did not pay for. That's because nobody pays for anything here. This is the kind of run for I want to go to where everything is free. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's like an all-inclusive thing. Like you pay all your money up front and then it's like take whatever. Maybe. I would like that. That'd be nice. Mm-hmm. Alas, it's time for the stage liz what the heck why are people so like engrossed in the tiny scenes on this stage i have no idea especially because i'm gonna be honest none of them were very good no i thought nick and connie's scene was hilarious because they were such bad actors yeah it just like i've also never been to a ren fair where they do that yeah where people just like get on stage and perform a scene and it's like a thing right most times you go for like the jousting human chess uh like other kinds of things like mm-hmm. that like the, the big music. event yeah but no one is just the turkey legs maybe they are and we're just not looking maybe i don't know i'm not an expert as we yeah, clearly have discussed she but has no legs then she has one leg then I have 20% battery. We okay. don't have time to talk about the child. But then it's time for Lizzie and Ricky's scene. And of course, we've already seen their costumes before because of last time when they were rehearsing. Ooh. And the audience engrossed. They are eating it up, eating right out of their hands. They're like, yes, this is theater. This. Shakespeare himself has reincarnated into both of their spirits. You're at the Globe Theater. Yes. They are... I don't know. Cut that out. I don't know what I was saying there. And then it's like going great. Everyone, as I said, is loving it. And Lizzie's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to I'm gonna do it. And she kisses Ricky at the end Ooh. of the scene, even though it's not called for. Even though it was originally supposed to happen and they said not to because they're broken up and then she kissed him and then afterwards he looked at her and it was like you know you kissed me right mm-hmm. yeah and he's like this is it we're going back we're together now but lizzie just did it because she's 
she felt the call of the audience mm-hmm. compelling her to further enhance her scene, her creativity. The audience wanted it, as she put it. That they did. And they went wild. They got a standing ovation. Yeah. But um, poor Ricky, who misunderstands cues. Mm, poor buddy. Oh. So Lizzie and, and Denny are on a bridge, and she's like, okay, dude, like, why don't you like me back? What is the deal? She really needs to know, as I do as well. Mm-hmm. And he says that he likes her, but he just can't be with her right now. Which is so cryptic. Yes. It's odd. And for what? We don't know. And will we ever know? No. Probably not. He does bring her flowers, though, which was cute. He does. He brings her a whole bouquet of flowers, like five or six. Mm-hmm. And then they kiss, and it's my steamy moment because that's all that happened right. steam-wise. They really did start making out, though. They they went for it on that bridge. They did. That bridge was where the romance happens. But alas, poor sweet Ricky. He also went to the bridge to talk to Lizzie. With his one flower in hand. He brought her just one. And he sees them making out. Oh, and it's so sad. He throws the flower on the ground and walks away. It's so sad. I feel for Ricky. Yes, he was in the wrong for lying, but, but Lizzie Lizzie's has also punishing him a lot. She's for punishing it. him, but also if her heart is open to new love, That's Ricky okay. should let it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will say, Lizzie does have again one of my favorite lines before like her and denny start making out because denny's like complimenting her and said that she was great at acting and that like has she ever considered it and she goes i don't have the face for acting (laughs) it's funny considering she's an actress yes so (laughs) funny i think it's fun when actors get to act as actors Mm -hmm. and especially when they get to act as bad actors yes what if they thought they were doing good though maybe like what if i feel like they were told to intentionally like ham it up yeah let's hope (laughs) fingies crossed yes so that's what's happening there and now we'll end it end that note on the conversation that mel finally has with doc about denny the drug abuser maybe maybe we still don't know and mel's like yeah i'm so sorry i caught him in the med cab and Doc is really mad at her because he's like, you should have told me. I just mm-hmm. invited him to live with me. And also, this is my practice. Like, yeah, I I'm need the to doctor. know what's going on. If, he, if Doc loses his license, Mel's out of a job. Mm-hmm. So is Dr. Cam. <gasps> Dr. Cam's out of a job. Ugh, we can't. And then this town has no medical care. This town has to drive an hour maybe away. Mm-hmm. We still don't know. Yeah. And that's basically where that ends. Yeah. But because um, Doc basically adopted Mel, he he doesn't stay mad at her long. No. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, immediately he lets three beats go by when he's, like, mad at her. And then he's like, but I forgive you. All right. Let's uh, now get into the nitty gritty of Mel and Jack. Oof. There's a lot to unpack there today. I know. So... We'll just kind of breeze through it because there's too much 
for us, two mere mortals, to get into. Mm-hmm. Jack, so as we we said, and you, you said in the recap, there you go, you got there. Um, the brother of that guy that Jack accidentally let die, that he Chris. still is hung up on, uh, rightfully so, rightfully so, he's allowed. Mm-hmm. Showed up, and like the guy read the room, maybe. <laughs> It's the Ren Fair. <laughs> Maybe wait. Grinned, he probably didn't know. Unless he would have had to look up Virgin River to like get there. Did he not see like, was there no advertisement that was like, hey, Ren Fair this weekend? Or... Maybe he just really wanted to go to the Ren Fair and thought, perfect time. Perfect time. <laughs> Great. Let's drop off this letter. Uh, drop off this letter from my dead brother that he wrote literally like the day that he died. Oh. So let's talk about the letter, because we do eventually learn what happens in the letter. It's very touching. It's very... I just wrote sad letter. That's all I wrote about. Yeah, that's basically all I wrote, too. Well, it was a very sad letter where basically he talks up Jack, and he's like, Mm -hmm. Jack is amazing. He's the best guy ever. I love him so much. I look up to him. Yeah. I want to be him. Pretty much. He's, He's putting Jack on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. Jack ignores the letter all day, rightfully so. He should, shouldn't should read it then it, because clearly he knows that the boy not making it is what gives him his Jack PTSD. dream flashback nightmares. Yes. As we call them, maybe. Right. But Mel kept, like, pestering him about it. Mel's was like, are so you okay? annoying. Are you okay? Even Preacher was like that, though, and they were like, do you want to stay here? Like, are you okay? Yeah. Um, so when they're talking, Mel is like creepily watching from the side. Oh, it's so uncomfortable. She's just staring staring. into his soul. And like, she's like immediately is like, all right, I'll take you home. He didn't read it. He's fine for now. Right. Like give him a second to breathe. Yeah. I think that if they were to not like ask him if he was doing okay about the letter he might have handled it better during mm-hmm. the day but everyone kept asking him words yeah kept asking him about it but we did learn that chris the right chris is that the brother yeah or, chris is the one who died oh tim, tim is the one is the brother brother whatever they're minor characters but the family doesn't blame jack which, why would they in the he, first place? Because he remember when he caught him the one time? True. He's like, it was all my fault. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But then he's like, no, my brother really respected you. So it was all good. Like mm-hmm. the brother even told Jack that. Mm-hmm. So then we see Jack and Preacher running. Oh, it's, it was called Ye Old Tavern. There we go. Duh. Ye Old Tavern. And Preacher's like, I can tell you're bothered by something. And then Jax tells him, and all Preacher says is... <laughs> I don't even know if I can say it. I can't. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> That's heavy. Preacher! <laughs> That's not helping anyone. Wow. That's heavy. Anytime that you start selling me something that's like <laughs> dramatic that's happened in your life. Oh, I, I, I made a joke. I was like, okay, Marty McFly. Because <laughs> Marty says that a lot in Back to the Future. That's heavy. 
heavy is everything less dense in the future <laughs> it's like my favorite line for back to the future uh whoa that's heavy <laughs> anyways <laughs> jack claims he's fine and he'll shake it off like taylor swift he doesn't say the taylor swift part he does say he will shake it off just to clarify jack probably has no idea who taylor swift is probably not mel probably listens to taylor swift and he's mm-hmm. like who is this for sure She's probably had to explain Taylor Swift like eight times to him. A hundred percent. He is that man. Yes. Uh, anyways, um, clearly Jack is not taking it well because it's time for everyone's favorite segment. Jack, Jack drinks. drinks. Um, so later, uh, after... Mel gets back from the Maypole that we mentioned, you know, that emergency. Uh, she goes over to Yield Tavern to talk to Jack, and he's drinking. Mm. He's drinking some ale. And we never, ever see Jack drink while he works. Never. The only time is that one time he did a shot with Mel when she first moved to town. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes count. he goes in the back room and drinks, but never blatantly. In front of everyone. Mm-hmm. He's a secret drinker in that sense. We know that he secretly deals with his demons with mm-hmm. alcohol, but never that out front. No. So he at least has two drinks during the scene, if not more before, mm-hmm. but we don't know. So mm-hmm. at least two. Two for sure. Because two. he drinks one and then refills it while he's talking to Mel. And he says, and I quote, I'm totally fine. Clearly you're not because you're drinking on the job. Mel is like, uh, you're not fine. Mm-hmm. Let me take you home. She says it again. Yeah. He's like being very insistent no, about this. I'm working. And then he seems drunk later on mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. Bree comes to Ye Old Tavern for an ale. Hmm. We'll talk mm. about Bree later. Don't worry. Because the, they you know communicate, but not that important. But anyways, he seems a little bit drunk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. it's time for the main event, which is the knight's duel between Preacher the Good King and Jack the Bad Knight. Ooh. Clearly this is stage. They've been doing it for years, I mm-hmm. guess. That thing is rehearsed to the nines. Yeah. Until it's not. Awkward. Yeah. They, the banter is quite fun, though. Mm-hmm. What did you like about the duel? I liked Jack's tiny little knife that he pulls out at the end. <gasps> that was good. Out of his boot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love a tiny knife. Or what did I call it yesterday? A tiny sword? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, And I don't know. I like that it was literally just so overly choreographed. Yeah. It kind of made it like more Ren fairy because those things always are. Mm-hmm. I did like that scene. I thought it was fun. The whole time I was like cringing though because I'm like something's going to happen mm-hmm. because of Jack's drinking. However, his drinking is not what does him in. No. But before we talk about that, my favorite part of this was when Ricky comes over as part of the show and uh, he tabletops Jack. <laughs> that was good. I love tabletopping. Why don't we do that anymore? It's only for children. No, adults can tabletop too. <laughs> Yes. I'll tabletop you. 
but you do need a second person so please don't well i only have one person me i can't tabletop you you could tabletop me she's gonna be the one that you fall over (laughs) you'll crush her she'll be the one that just comes and dead legs you (laughs) anyways um then jack looks out into the audience and who's there oh no tim it's it's the brother and that's when jack has a marine's war flashback memory on stage and goes into ptsd mode fully and then the crowd starts booing yeah it was very awkward and ricky yeah. goes jack that's not your line yeah and that's what brings him back Mm-hmm. and jack's like just finds any way to kind of end this thing early and he's like oh my gosh you won and mel oh. looks really mad for some reason oh she's concerned and i don't know why i wrote in my notes she needs to get over herself <laughs> i think she knows that he's wasted mm, yeah the funniest moment of this whole episode is what happens next. They have a backstage with makeup lights. Mm-hmm. And a mirror and stuff. Uh, okay. I don't know. Don't ask questions about I that. I don't. I really don't. Anyways, we don't see Jack drink anymore at the fair. But then they go home. And Jack drinks number three. He gets out of the shower and immediately... Pours himself some alcohol. Mm-hmm. And Mel looks at him again like, mm-hmm. Huh? And he asks her, how was the maypole? And she's like, um, dude, uh, we already talked about this. We- like, oh, yeah, sorry. I must have just forgot. Yeah. And he's like, oh. And then they get into it. Mm-hmm. Finally. It's not good. It was not good. Mel calls him out on his drinking. Good. Good for you, Mel someone needed to yes and like i get it but if the first thing that you do when you have a trauma or something come up is turn to alcohol that is not good it's not healthy it's not she tells him that he needs to talk to someone like a therapist somebody with experience Mm -hmm. and he's like no i'm fine and then he leaves Mm -hmm. and it looks like he's about to go drive away which folks don't drink and drive that's illegal but thankfully he just went and started a fire in the side yard or something i don't even like i don't know i can't tell where he was he's somewhere he's somewhere in the yard but he built a really nice fire in like five minutes it's like when preacher made that fire really fast (laughs) preacher is so good at making fire maybe he taught jack how to make fire too maybe uh alas jack finally He's also drinking more. Oh, my gosh. He drinks straight out of the bottle. Oh, yeah. He's drinking a lot at this point. Mm Mm-hmm. And he finally reads the letter. And he cries. Oh. And then he throws it in the fire. He throws it in the fire. And then he chugs his drink. He never has to feel that pain again if the letter is gone. Mm Mm-hmm. But he'll still have that pain in his heart. And he's drunk as a skunk over there oh yeah he's gone yeah and tragically this is where we get our cliffy of the episode because mel wakes up having pain worries about her baby she's scared but she's alone jack isn't there so she has to call doc and And she ends with doc there's something wrong with my baby 
oh my gosh she finally told someone good thing it's a medical professional right but still <gasps> yikes yikes and half 100 percent, we know she'll be okay mm-hmm. but, but it's gonna be scary it is scary for her because she has mm-hmm. you know trauma yeah she does she also has some unaddressed trauma yeah they both do they really need it to actually go to couples therapy but whatever yeah they need both individual and couples therapy mm-hmm. honestly yeah they can do it at the same day mm-hmm. crank it out yeah just be there for like three hours basically mm-hmm. yeah yeah well there's still more to talk about real quick and i think it's just preacher and Brie and brady right i think so who do you want to talk about preacher doesn't have much of a storyline so we can just run through him really run fast. through him with a sword yes but yeah basically preacher storyline is he's there <laughs> and then okay. julia comes apparently preacher's good at archery and he teaches julia's niece how to do it it was cute it was pretty cute and then he gets to fight jack and that's kind of about it that's it yeah he like kind of talks to jack a little bit after the fight but not really yeah, I think basically he alludes to the fact that Jack also needs to get help. Mm-hmm. Which he does. You're right. And Preacher's been trying to get Jack to do that for a while now. Yep. So, you know, I want to see more Preacher stop giving us big storylines, but then not going anywhere with mm-hmm. them. I want to see him actually do something with Julia. Yes. That's all I want. Same. And now we'll talk about brie and brady because that'll bring us into crime watch Ooh. sort of in a roundabout way yeah. at the end um brie is dressed as Anne Boleyn. she had my so favorite cute. costume i thought so too i loved her costume she had the necklace she had the hat she really went all out i love how you said that you're like wow she looks like Anne Boleyn, and then she was like i've been researching Anne Boleyn. She, no know. i said she is Anne Boleyn because i know yeah whatever it was i couldn't remember exactly i just said, what you oh, said oh she's Anne Boleyn." I said a definitive statement. Okay. And she just verified my statement. Yes. But she had the necklace. That was the dead giveaway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, Brady is there. He's basically forced to. And she buys him a hat so that he is, like, the guy who beheaded her. <laughs> and he's like, are you sure you want me to do that? She's like, yeah, it's funny. Which I agree. So funny. funny. And Brady's like, look. I do not want to see Jack. So if I see Jack, I'm going to run away. I'm going to hide in the corners. I'm going to lurk in a tent. Yeah, because he's still annoyed that Jack came and saw him the night before. Uh, but Jack interrupted him holding that giant wrench. <laughs> and yeah. Brady's still mad about that. And Bree's like, basically, like, you need to get over it. Both of you need to get over it because you're both really important to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he gets a text that Calvin is ready to meet with him Ooh. and now is when the double agenting is on oh but first brie um goes and sees some baby goats and yes. one is dressed in and gets pajamas. cotton candy and apparently oh my gosh brady has never is... had cotton candy no he oh that's right he hasn't because his parents hated him yeah and he was poor or something yeah i wrote this down somewhere where did i put it oh yeah my parents never took me anywhere as a kid poor brady it's so sad and then he's like oh you've got something on your face smooch smoochy smooch oh you taste like sugar and she's like that's because i'm sweet (laughs) so cute um okay yeah so then 
later it's like that's fine you know nothing much happened there other than Bree slaying mm-hmm. and brady meets up with calvin's crew as i affectionately call them and, and calvin shows up late yeah and calvin's like there you are all right well from seven to five that's your business as usual i need you to help me be the front mm-hmm. and brady's like okay yeah so they're still shipping the drugs and you know what they say, time is money. Mm-hmm. So he's like, yeah, I'll do it, but only if you stay away from Bree. Question for Crime Watch. Is he going back to the dark side or is he a double agent? And Bert was at the fair. Does that have anything to do with anything? Probably. I think it does. Bert was following Brady the whole time. Mm. We only saw him once in the crowd watching a play but he was secretly there to follow brady to make Mm -hmm. sure he showed up at the spot he needed to go to bert's boys yes that's really all i feel about about crime watch this time around but i don't know i personally want to believe that brady is a good boy again and he's being a double agent i could he could be a triple agent explain He's pretending to be good, pretending to be bad, pretending to be good, also bad. (laughs) What? I need you to put that on the murder board. I'm very confused. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm going to roll with it because I'm at 12%. So, yes. All right. Great. I'm sorry. Crime Watch is, you know, we're still still getting updates as time moves on so that's right, there all was a lot of crime to really talk about this time no the only crime was jack's drinking mm-hmm. and potentially driving yes all right really quickly do you have any questions for question corner i do i actually had a lot of questions i had to really narrow it down because mm. this episode left me with a lot of uncertainty yeah but first question number one does Tara have a cricket? Yes or no? Yes, 100% Tara has a cricket. She seems like arts and craftsy, and she taught all the sewing circle ladies how to use it, and that's why on Paige's bake truck, they wrote ye old baked goods or whatever. Something like pie yeah. something. And like obviously they would not paint that on for one day. So they used cricket stickers that can easily be removed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Tara's crafty. We all know it. She just won't admit it. Mm-hmm. She's the town. Plus, she helped with the maypole. Oh yeah, so. that's crafty. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Everything is very choreographed at this fair, as we've previously mentioned. Do you think the whole town just like gets together as like a group and practices? How does this work? Literally, I have no idea. That's why I'm kind of convinced that it's an outside fair doing the main work. And they just do what they want to do. Minus their jobs. I've, I don't know. This town has so many activities and events that it's hard to keep track of. And why does everyone always know what they're doing? Like, everyone knows how to do the lumberjack games. Everyone knows how to moonlight mingle. And, like, we're never going to see those other activities ever again. Because it hasn't been a full calendar year yet. It's only been a month. So, I don't know. I think maybe at their town hall meetings, Hope taught everyone how to do it. I have no idea. 
I wonder if they get like a monthly newsletter that's like, here's the activity this month. <gasps> well, they do get newsletters. That's right. Mm-hmm. Hope do. has to mail them out. That's it's her job. But she doesn't really do anything. Whatever. Whatever. All right. Final question. Why is there so much fire? Because fire is cool. That was that fire blower. So cool. That fire juggler. So cool. Fire lanterns. So cool. It's cool. It makes it look like you're really back in the medieval times, in the Renaissance, living it up. No electricity, but paper plates. Yes. And fire. Yes. Um. All right. So I have a question, real quick. Okay. Were there any boats? There wasn't even any water. There was one creek. And it was really more of a stream. Yes. So, unfortunately, in this episode, we didn't even see a body of water other than the title card, which was a beautiful rainbow. Lovely. So, no, no boats, but this episode gets a pass because there was no water. Yeah, they were in the woods the whole time, so Mm -hmm. it's fine. They were ferrying it up. All right. So, that wraps up what happened in this episode. So, let's go ahead and give it our final breakdown. All right, so I'm going to give this episode a B. It's a little bit better than the last couple of episodes. There was actually, like, things that happened. You know, the plot line finally moved forward. We're addressing some other past issues, a.k.a. Jack's drinking. And so it was just, like, okay. It was still kind of boring. But I at least enjoyed it a little bit more than the last couple of episodes. I don't really have an MVP or a least important valuable person because nobody really did anything other than their normal jobs just in costume true but i will say the costumes really are what took this up a notch i enjoy a good costume moment as you know yeah definitely definitely and that's how i feel about this episode all right good thoughts good thoughts i uh made my point pretty clear i was disappointed in the renaissance fair all the news outlets were selling it up. You know, all the stories about like, ooh, what's to come this season of Virgin River? Oh, they're going to have a Renaissance fair. So cool. All the media shots mm-hmm. of like their costumes. Yeah. But they barely did anything with it other than they were there, but they're just doing what they normally do, just with a couple extra activities thrown in. It felt very much like the Fall Festival, the Moonlight Mingle. Well, not really like that one. The Lumberjack Games, you know. They always give us something, which I do appreciate, but unlike their town events in the past, this one just kind of fell flat for me because everyone was just doing their job. Mm -hmm. I want to see people outside of their professions, please, Mm -hmm. and thank you. Um, But yeah, so it was good, just like, okay, like you said, finally got to talk about Jack's drinking, but like, not really. We just got to see it, but now what? Is there going to be a resolution? No. Probably not. Is going to oh. be over in the next episode? Heck well, yes. um, we forgot to talk about this, so I'll cas- quickly mention it in my MVP. My MVP was actually Hope mm. because she finally worked through some things. She realized she was taking out all of her anger on about not getting to see Lily one more time on Doc. She was taking all of her frustrations about Doc or about Lily, her car accident, everything on Doc. And he doesn't deserve that. So then she finally was like, okay, we can let Denny come live with us. And she had a breakthrough that I think she really needed. Mm -hmm. And Connie calls her out on it too. Mm -hmm. Good for you, Connie. Good for you. 
So that's why she's my MVP, because she's working through her issues finally, and hopefully she's on a better path here out. Also, she had a liar, and that's pretty cool. Very fun. Uh, my worst valuable person was Jack, because there are healthier ways mm-hmm. to take out your thoughts and feelings, and burning that letter isn't going to do you any good in the long run, my friend. You're going to regret it. You're going to regret it in the morning when you wake up with a hangover and a sad little heart. But also that was some great acting on his behalf. Mm-hmm. Um, and I overall give this like also, also a B. I guess I give it a B plus for good acting. Martin Henderson, you crushed it. Way to play an emotionally vulnerable man who is drunk and feeling his feels. Mm-hmm. Love. Um, any more thoughts before we go? Nope, I'm out of thoughts entirely. Me too. Well, catch us at the Renaissance Fair if you want to find us. Or not. (laughs) Leave us a nice review, please. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for everyone who has left us a kind review. We really appreciate, as I just said. Um, Send us an email to virginriverpod at gmail.com. Or you can DM us on Twitter at virginriverpod. And... Thanks so much for listening. We're glad to be back. (laughs) And we'll see you at the next town event in Virgin River, where the internet is slow. And the gossip is the best. best.